Therapist by day, dawn, before dawn. Yeah. Oh. Welcome back. Hello everyone, Venus Ferrosi here. Welcome to the Goddess Diaries. It's so lovely to have you here. And I wanted to use the time today to talk about where the fuck I'm at. Because to be honest, my dream is to just share my experiences in hopes that it may liberate you from whatever you are trying to emancipate yourself from, whether it's a people, place, or thing, or a mentality, uh, all for the sake of bringing you back to yourself, place of authenticity and choosing better relationships, people, places, and things. And where I'm at is I'm all about my soft girl era. It's about working smarter, not harder. It's about choosing to do things with ease. It is about protecting myself and creating boundaries that will guard against poor experiences or bad experiences. The thing that I don't like, it's these remote relationships. My job, I do it very remote, but I would prefer my relationships being close proximity. I would like to spend quality time with people because otherwise I can't love you. And I don't really want to know people or deal with people that I can't love. It's almost like I feel like I'm extending my energy in the wind, just like, like, why do I have these attachments that I don't even know really exist? Like, are they even real? And if they are, what are they and who are like, it's something very inauthentic that seems superficial. I don't want any superficial attachments. It feels like I'm, it feels like you have something in your house. Superficial attachments feels like having something in your house that you don't even know is there, but somehow it's taking up space. And every now and then you realize it still exists. And you're like, what the fuck is this purpose serving? What what is what is this like? Why is it even here? You know, but then you hold on to it because you have sentimental value. But when you look, you don't even know what the fucking sentiments are really about because you don't really have that much of an attachment. But apparently, it's there, so it might be attached to you. <laughs> Whatever the case may be, what people, place, or thing, I just don't want to have things in my orbit that are that don't ground me and are not aligned with me. I feel like it takes up my bandwidth. It's like having an extra person attached to your Wi-Fi, which slows the fuck, which slows everything down. Everything that's within the network that's attached to it, I feel is like having some random device attached to it that's using it for whatever the reason that doesn't serve a purpose. You don't even know it's there. It takes away from bandwidth. It, you know, that's how I'm seeing these remote relationships. And, you know, unfortunately, I think that I have like this bad habit of maintaining relationships uh, where we love each other from afar and I don't want to do that anymore. It takes away from my bandwidth. It's the fact that, you know, I feel like if I'm not in consistent communication with someone, I find myself forgetting that they exist. You know? And yeah, I just, I don't want to do that. I don't want to have to live a life where I'm, tr I'm trying to remember that someone is there and it's really because they're there but not really there. It just doesn't, their existence doesn't take up much like significance they don't prioritize you it's almost like the relationship is out of convenience it's i don't know how i feel about that and when y'all talk it's it's not really deep you know though it's you know it, it's like what are we even doing don't call my phone 
you know, um, it's that's very different from being in those situations where, you know, those friends where when y'all connect and y'all link up, it's giving like bromance or like sisters forever, forever slump a party. It's like it's almost like you never missed a heartbeat. Those relationships, you can talk and then stop and then pick up where you left off at a later time, whenever. Not that that is good. But those other relationships where when y'all talk, it's not even really giving much it or maybe they you only have a relationship with them when they are going through rough patches it's almost like the relationship that you have with them is out of convenience and then y'all can't get to really build anything which means the relationship is built off of superficiality and it's like that already feels like sandpaper to my heart sandpaper to my psyche because if we don't have depth what are we even talking about like, I think my thing is I, it's hard for me to do like basic level schmoozing or surface level conversations because I'm like, what are we even talking about right now? Like, what are we really even discussing? What is, what is the reason? Because if not, just stop speaking to me. No desire to schmooze. Don't, no desire, you know? But what I can appreciate is someone like randomly coming up to me and, you know, or sitting at a bar and having this random deep conversation, or sometimes you meet someone randomly and or you're sitting on a park bench and all of a sudden you realize this nice older person, you have this long wisdom conversations, you know, all these things are so, I like that. That superficial remote relationship shit, I can't do that anymore. You know, even like those remote sexual relationships, yeah, given pen pals. Y'all never fuck each other, but all y'all do is flick on the phone and use your thumbs to, to sext. That's that's a sex pen pal. I don't like that. And I think, you know, maybe it's not quite appropriate to maintain those type of relationships because in real life, I don't even really have sexual conversations with people. You know, yes, I, you know, it's I find like sex and the idea of it, the nature of it and all the knowledge it's almost like a hobby. It's almost something fascinating. It's topic of interest, but it's not something I truly be doing in real life. I talk about the moons and the stars and, you know, basic life shit with my cl close relationships, but the ones that feel more re remote or superficial or sex based, they, I can't take them serious. I can't treat it authentically. It's almost like this is either playtime or you need some type of help, and it's almost like you're compartmentalized. Mm -hmm. So it's those relationships are maintained on like a surface level basis, but at the same time, it's hard for me to even take that serious. Like I can't love things in those contexts. They are just a compartmentalized area of my life of which I can meet my needs around gaining information around other people and how life is. So it's interesting, but as far as like in my real life, we don't talk about that. Like, sex do not come up. I don't even really be letting men express their self sexually to me. Like, go flick your bean before you get on the phone with me, you know? And whenever, like, they pop up with sexual advances or they need to express their self sexually, I'll let them, but then I ignore it, you know? Um, because imagine being at work, I'm I'm your boss or I'm someone's boss, and out of nowhere, I'm getting these random, like, D-pics or random uh, sex. It's It's weird. It's off-putting. And on top of that, too, I don't like that. I don't want anything to, like, open my appetite in the middle of the fucking day. You know, it makes me think. Imagine if I was a fucking man. Imagine, like, in the middle of a meeting, you see some type of sex pops up in your phone, some, you know, sexual text, and you realize, you know, now you can't get up in front of the, 
the, the meeting and the table because your dick is hard. I don't, I, my pussy's wet. I don't want to feel those things. I do not trigger me the workplace. That's why I leave my phone on do not disturb. But anyway, um, that's another thing. It's realizing I'm in a place where I don't want to maintain the, I don't, I don't want to maintain these superficial remote relationships. They kind of wear on me a bit. It's getting a random text thinking it's like your sister, your family, or someone you love, where you can have deep conversations about or planning to do something with. And you look in your phone and you realize it's, it's some random motherfucker that's not from here. You don't talk to them consistently, but they're asking for you pussy juice to be on their face. You, sir, do not deserve that. If you wanted me on your face, you would buy me a home and allow me to have a room with you so we can share it and you can wake up to that. But until then, you cannot. You cannot. That is not feasible. Why? It's it's these random texts from these remote relationships that's giving sexual pen pal. It opens you up to these things that's like, damn, they're never going to be fulfilled. You're not even real. Why are you disturbing my peace? They're kind of like the sexual version of the what you doing. All they do is what you do in WYD all damn day. You know, all they want to do is random, random sexual advances. You know, yes, I know they're expressing themselves, you know, but there got to be more. You know, if I'm allowing you to text me these things on my phone, it's because we have like some type of deep relationship. But you got, it's getting out of hand now. You got to be able to have some other conversation with me besides using my phone as a safe space to randomly uh, express yourself sexually. Like, why don't you ask me if I want dick? You're always sending me these dick pics. It's like, okay, now what? N now what? What are you going to do now about it? Are you going to fly me out there? Are you, are you going to fly here? Are you going to deliver that to me? Because I'm tired of feeling like, why do I feel like, I'm window shopping for dick, of which I did not consent to. All these videos and pictures and all these sexual advances, why do I feel like I'm window shopping for sex? I didn't even ask for this. Imagine being celibate and all of a sudden it's like your phone is like this big pool for people to express yourself sexually. And of course I'm tightening up boundaries, but it's like, damn, even when you try to wean them out, off of it, you realize it's not clicking for them. And I'm realizing, damn, what if the dynamic, now I have to release it because <clears throat> we're not aligned there. And what if the only way in which we were aligned is through sexual advances or play or just being able to have deep, intimate conversations that are intimately related, right? So even if we, you know, I'm not having sex with these people, but it's like the topic of our conversation being primarily around sex. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ. One, is triggering because I'm not getting fucked. And number two, I'm basically, I'm always, I'm always living a life of celibacy until I'm not and then other times it's like i'm trying to focus in life like do i don't want to hear about your issues like you can't solve them even if you wanted me to solve them you don't want me to solve them it's like you're basically just here spilling uh it's almost like sex dumping it's like dumping your sexual texts it's like please 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 you're riling yourself up, you're riling me up, the, the energy exchange, even if I'm holding the boundary, like not even reciprocating or meeting with that energy, it's like, now the, now the fact that I've seen that, it's like it's living rent free in my brain. And now I'm exercising energy, trying to like not think about this big penis that I've seen, of which I will not be putting inside of me. Because what are you doing with that monstrous object? You ain't stretching me out.
<laughs> yeah, I think about these things. Well, I, mean, I have like lots of irrational fears around sex, just as a whole separate topic. Speaking of that, while we're on the topic, we are on the topic of vulnerability, but I do want to discuss like everyone. I just want women to know, like, stop thinking about what you think you might want with big penises and stop having these fears around small penises. Like y'all just, you know, when you like someone and you're sexually compatible, you'll just know. But stop assuming that a certain size is going to satisfy you. However, if you are that woman, then kudos, you might know. But, you know, let me give you, let me just be very transparent. With me, very large penises, not my thing. Like I, what I've known through my body is like, um, I take the small penis over the larger penis. Um, and here's why. It's primarily because for me, I think like my body is just not so used to like violence or my body responds negatively to like physical aggression. And if I personally am not a person that has never had consistent sex, right, or been able to have that uh, space where I can keep doing it repeatedly, it's almost like, one, it's having to go through the process of your body adjusting to this object going inside of you, right? And then number two, it's almost like, I feel like sometimes men with big dicks don't realize like how monstrous it is. And I think if you're not a woman that is really into that, you, a, a man just pulling that out and putting it inside of you, like it's gonna be painful. It's gonna be, it's gonna take you a while to kind of adjust to that. And what I found in my experiences, unless I really, really liked the guy, the big dick was uncomfortable. It's almost like it took up so much space that I couldn't even process what the fuck is this? Like, why do I feel like I'm just being stretched? Why the fuck is it just giving straight friction? Like, it's almost like, yo, it's almost like the nerves went numb. Like, what the fuck is going on here? But you know, and sometimes even too, it's them, you know, let's say the assumption is like the big penis is with a big guy or you just an overall big guy. Sometimes I've noticed like men don't really know their size. Like they're not, they don't have that awareness, you know, kind of like how big young dog uh, vibes where the dog is big, but haven't quite grasped how their body moves. So it's a little bit just, they just don't know their body weight. And I find that men that tend to be big, sometimes they're not, they don't know that like, just because you have a big dick doesn't mean that it's pleasurable. Like you're you're giving straight violence. And while the woman is probably doing it, it's because she likes you, but she herself don't realize that it's not really enjoyable. It's just a big dick giving friction. You see what I'm saying? And I feel like for me personally, it's always just been uncomfortable and it often shocked my body a bit more. So that was that. But what I've also found is men with like a nice medium size and in my mind it's seven inches nice little girth like that right there is very comfortable aside from the fact that I prefer more gentle um engagement I do prefer gentle engagement if the guy is rough I don't I don't want it it's he'll be lucky if you see the pussy again or I tend to become ambivalent and I'm just like do I want to do it no do I want to do it no and if I do it damn I gotta go to doctors my cervix I feel like my cervix doesn't fucking shift I'm not fucking that motherfucker again because he's not about to have me fucked up it creates anxiety you see what I'm saying when whenever a guy has too much of a large penis or I feel like he's just too aggressive like his sex like we're not sexually compatible we're not sexually compatible and it's because you know, his style is a bit too aggressive uh, for me. And what I've noticed is sometimes, you know, guys with the smaller penises, it's like, even if they become aggressive, it doesn't result in my body going into shock. And it's because it's not doing as much damage. So I feel like the men with the smaller penises or medium size, it's safer to say that they have um, more of a room 
to be a bit more aggressive because they won't do as much damage. Whereas I feel like men with larger penises have to be a lot more mindful of what they're doing because a woman's canal is not that long. It's on average about like five inches, maybe, you know, maybe three to six inches depending on a woman's body. But for the most part, inside there is not that very deep. So when y'all go beyond those inches of the vag vagina canal, it's like y'all are starting to ship organs, you know? Um, at least that's what it feels like for me. <laughs> it's the fact that we all have to accept our body and accept what is good for us. And while some women can have greater experiences with larger penises, I personally have found myself to have more pleasurable experiences with smaller or medium uh, penises. Or I felt like um, in general, outside of like, if size doesn't matter, I noticed that the experiences were, it was a lot more fulfilling and I felt safe um, and at ease and it didn't feel like violence. We're with men that <clears throat> were with men that were very gentle. You know, my style is more, I like men to take their time with me. I like them to work their way up, start with like the feet, just basic, non-sexual, and then, you know, maybe start making out. And then, you know, it's almost like he's not so aggressive. I like when make men take their time and it's almost like they leave enough room for me to consent to the next step that they're taking around my body. And also too, it's the fact that I get easily overwhelmed. So even if I like a guy and I'm enjoying it, if I like it too much, my, my heart was still racing and then like I'm no longer grounded in my body and all of a sudden it's like, give me a second, can we slow down? I don't want to be like that. So I just want people to realize or women in general that you have to know the boundaries and and listen to your body, okay? Sometimes you'll get really excited and men don't realize that while you're smiling and you're having a panic attack, you actually do need to be soothed a bit because you're probably just going along with it because you're trying to like, you're trying to, you're trying to tough it out. You're trying to be a big girl. You know, I got this. I'm trying to be adult. But at the same time, your inner child is having a whole fucking panic attack and you need to address that with your partner. So even before you get to a place where you're having you know, you're getting ready to have physical intimacy with someone, you have to be sure that this is a person that you can stop at any time with, or you'll feel safe to say no, or feel like it's okay to slow down. And also you can't afford to be shy because the last thing you want is to show up in a way in which that you don't realize is going to lead you to feeling uncomfortable after and then present your partner for violating, violating those boundaries that you failed to mark when the time came up. So, you know, Back to me, with me personally, it's like, I really like when, you know, men are in a space where they're more receptive to my body and they're not so aggressive because while I'm trying to gauge my own feelings and how I'm managing this experience, because while I'm trying to be anchored in my body, you know, be stable, be just relaxed and go with the flow, I need to make sure that this guy is moving at a slow enough pace where my mind and my body can kind of like be aligned for me to be very receptive to what he's trying to do. And if you're trying to center yourself and be at ease and he's moving very fast, it's going to create anxiety, you know, just like how women can pressure a guy and performance anxiety can come up where he gets too excited and all of a sudden we have erectile dysfunction, right? momentarily the opposite happens where men will be chasing women and let's say this is circumstantial right because some women like to be chased and some men like to chase a little bit but the lines get blurred when men don't realize that while she's pulling away she's smiling but she's actually 
it's like an uncomfortable response. Like she's really not comfortable, but she really doesn't know how to say no with a straight face. And she's worried that you might not like her or be turned off. And that's a that's a red flag right there, because that means this is this woman doesn't know how to communicate her needs or she doesn't feel safe enough for her partner to do that. You know, and back to that. But the, it's the fact that the guy would not really understand that this woman might need some time you know that's why i tell men like from the minute she says the slightest no or pull away don't force it don't it's i you want whenever it comes to like sex and physical intimacy you want the lines to be very clear if you want men need to get comfortable with making consent sexy like asking if you're a guy that you you're too comfortable with asking that means you're probably comfortable with chasing and that can be very dangerous territory for you because you can have success until you come across one woman that don't know how to communicate her needs or her boundaries and she'll let things happen and turn around and call right or stayed or stated oh you know i don't feel comfortable with this yeah sometimes women don't realize just how much they didn't want to do something till after the fact and if you're a guy that's moving too fast to the process to or to the finish line you might not realize that's what's happening you know so that's something you guys should really take the time to think about because you know in physical intimacy is like the ultimate place where you can allow yourself to be vulnerable but the last thing you want is to allow yourself to be vulnerable only to walk away feeling like damn, is this a vulnerability attack? Why do I feel so uncomfortable? Why do I feel like I shouldn't have done that? You know, is my, it's also walking away wondering how your partner feels about you, like questioning, like, damn, am I going to hear from them again? Are we going to do this again? Can we talk about how we can do things better? It's like, there's so much that needs to go into sex for it to be fulfilling. You know, it's different if you don't really give a fuck about that. You want to trial and error. But if you're a person that truly wants good sex, you have to really do it with someone that sees you hears you you have to know your boundaries know what you need experiment but with someone that you have a good relationship with someone that you can do something consistent with because what people don't realize is a lot of people are not good at sex because they do it too casually a lot of i find that the people that tend to be better at sex sex are the ones that have had longer standing relationships or partners someone that they've been able to be intimate with consistently with time so even if it's like off and on but it's the fact that you've been able to sleep with this person through different chapters of your life or different phases or seasons right it's being able to do it enough to be able to feel comfortable to talk about how you'd like things to be different um, i think like men it's when we think about doing things better stop thinking about how to do things physically better i think that if you can get to a place where you're more emotionally connected I promise you, you can feel your woman's body in your mouth. You'll just be able to stay from wherever you are and just feel it that she's calling you. Your penis can stay from a yonder and just know she's in heat. Like you men, like if you truly want to know what that secret sauce is, just get emotionally in tune with your woman. I'm telling you. And I've seen this even with therapy where I have men that come in and they would often have this like sixth sense, like this intuition, and they just know their partner, but it's really because they're emotionally in tune. They can often tell when she's in heat. They can tell when uh, they're in cycle. Men that are emotionally in tune with the woman tend to know her body cycle around like periods and stuff like that a lot better than the woman, believe it or not. These men can tell when like 
the emotional wave is coming and these men can smell that when she's on heat they can often tell like how to stimulate her in like a non-sexual way so they don't ever have to feel like they're chasing it because it's like they know how to turn their attention away from her to take pressure off of her and to not feel like i don't want to pursue her and be rejected they know how to be more stable and more understanding and it's simply because they can tell in where their partner is emotionally it's almost like having like a paternal instinct kind of like how women will have like a maternal instinct for their kids men that are emotionally in tune with their partner tend to have that and it's really a beautiful thing you know and i think that if men had that and women would allow themselves to align with partners that can have that for them they'll realize you don't have to speak much these are the men that teach you about yourselves these are the men that are in love with you these are the men that see you for who you are and want to aid in your spiritual growth they want to be that they want to be partner companion daddy you know what i mean they just want to be with you on all levels Focus by day, dawn, before dawn, I...